0: All right, Jared. Um, last time I checked, it's winter. I, I know you live in Southern California, where it's uh, 85 and breezy at all times. Uh, I, I'm going to ask you about your need for undergarments and outer garments as well in a second, but it's it got damn cold here in Virginia. It, it was 15 degrees when I woke well, up. You, you
1: know who really needs some is producer Trevor. Yeah. Oh producer my god. Producer Trevor. Hopefully he his internet's still up and he can get the MacWeldon.com and put in a promo code soccer because he, right now he has no heat. Anywhere in his apartment. Yeah. I mean, the man is like he's turning into a little own episodic version of the movie Alive. (laughs) And we need to send him some Mac Weldon. Trevor, if you can hear us, yes. Trevor, get to MacWeldon.com
0: and get yourself some undergarments to keep you warm. How's your How's your data How's your data plan? You You got Verizon? What you got? Get to MacWeldon.com. Soccer. It's twenty percent off. You can get long johns. Yeah. I I imagine that. I imagine our man. Trevor living in the one of the apartments from coming to America. Is that wrong of me? Oh yeah, with oh yes, yeah, so without the hot tub and everything, and the rose <laughs> no, petals. Yeah, but yeah. No, not the one that they that they that they they did up. Not the one that they renovated and put the hot tub in. I'm when they had about to go one. to the landlord's one. Yeah, yeah. When 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 Eddie Murphy decides that the one that has a hot tub is too nice and he wants the regular crappy apartment that's where that's where i imagine trevor we're living. <laughs> yeah man i can't
1: tell you no living in california i don't have many need for the long john but i definitely know it's a people's uh definitely uh, you know on. what you it don't... has been cold enough lately though that i would consider it
0: okay you guys go up to big bear i'll do all that stuff right that's like this, yeah. the southern cali life right you, you, you P- do. people do i don't people do <laughs> okay but it's always possible and besides yes. we've already discovered that that you need to get yourself in the good feeling underwear game and also Say this. In addition to the long johns, which I should certainly procure, I need some. I need some hoodies, and I don't like. I'm not the big bulky sweatshirt style style hoodie guy. I want. Mm-hmm. I want something. Uh, it's got to be. You know, I don't know. I, I, I like it a little thinner. Like I, I. I want. I want a hoodie, but I don't want it to be like full out. So you I don't think, want to to make you sweat. Yeah, exactly. I want. A, I want a comfortable indoor hoodie and that
1: really is the, the the really hard thing to do in the cold to stay warm enough so you don't sweat because yes, i don't know if 100%. you watch do you watch survivor man no does he have you that never watch survivor yeah no that's one of the things i always tell you that you don't want to get you don't want to work to the point or get warm to the point where you sweat in the right. cold because then it freezes on you and that's how people get like pneumonia and hypothermia yeah, don't do hypothermia. that
0: don't do that go buy your the appropriate amount of undergarments outerwear t-shirts hoodies at macweldon.com Use the promo, uh, promo code soccer when you check out and, uh, and rep your boy, help your boys out and get yourself some awesome gear. Send some to Trevor Hayward. All right. You ready? You ready? You're yeah. Ready.
2: You sure you're ready for this? I'm doing my best. Your best. Losers always whine about their best.
3: Winners go home and f*** the prom queen.
2: the best
0: soccer show the best soccer show in the whole world here we go best soccer show on backyard.com jason davis and jared dubois we are recording a show right now right this second starting right now yeah right about now right right right, right. now right, right now right now right now
1: yeah I just put out a phone number see if we get a few callers in. It's been uh what two weeks since last show
0: uh something like that. I think we took off for the holiday week last time around. It was just after Christmas, I guess and you know things were things were you know people were all over the place uh, there was travel and all this stuff i mean i I don't know I didn't travel anywhere, did you? Uh, well, I travel, but not for
1: Christmas. I took my lady to a nice romantic weekend for her birthday up to wine country,
0: uh, you have as, a, as, as I'm prone to do. You have, a, you have a birthday smack dab in the middle of the holiday season, your, your wife's birthday. That's, that's, that's rough, man. How do you handle that?
1: It's well. I have my mom's two days after Christmas. No. my father-in-law's three days after Christmas, no. and my wife's on New Year's Day. That is terrible.
0: That is terrible. That yeah, is the delicious. presents just keep on coming. <laughs> so do the bills, man. And you can't see. That's the thing. You got to do. You got to double up, and you got to double up in the most stressful financial period of the year. That's tough, man.
1: It is, and especially when you have a lady whose birthday's on a holiday, so she always feels like there's nothing special about it already.
0: Well, yeah, but at least it's not Christmas. I, I actually did celebrate around Christmas uh, a couple of birthdays with friends—not not close friends, but people I know who are who were born on the day, and that's gotta be ouch. That's gotta be the worst, man. Because you,
1: you got—do you name your kid Jesus then? What do you do?
0: Well, I mean, I, I don't. Do you what now?
1: What'd you say? Do you, do you name your kid Jesus if you're oh, born on
0: that day? Yeah, you can't do that. You, you can't name your kid Jesus. Like oh Jesus was born today? Yes, I know I was. Thank you very much for my presents. Right.
1: That's a rough, rough holiday. Yeah, it I'm is. not. I'm not. That's I, I. got Abraham Lincoln's birthday. I didn't get so bad.
0: Yeah, my my birthday doesn't have. There's no holidays around my birthday. I'm good to go. I think who's who's the celebrity of choice on your birthday? Uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. No. Yeah. You yeah. got Zlatan Day. Yeah, I'm Zlatan. No, me is Zlatan. We're we're we're, we're birthday buddies. I, I, I mean, got Arsenio Hall. You can't. You come on. I mean, li, li, that's that's. Uh, that's Latan Ibrahimovic, man. Arsenal. <laughs> Yeah, no. I need like a dog pound sound right now. <laughs> I got Abraham Lincoln in Arsenio Hall. That's I can't, who I got. I, I can't. Well, Abraham Lincoln's good. I can't do. I can't do anything with. Uh, I don't have a dog. A dog noise, but I have this playing hot dogs and donuts with two fangirls in the locker room. There you go. All right, we are uh, recording on a Tuesday afternoon outside of our normal area, but just to give people a, a an idea, we are ahead of the release of the Cup uh, Camp Strudel roster. We don't know who's going to be on it. Uh, beyond three names, Jared, uh, Will Trapp, Tony Chani, Ethan Finley, confirmed by MLS Soccer dot com's Columbus beat writer. By the way, if if this dude's name is Andrew King, I don't I not know him, but he's yeah, obviously Andrew Jar- right. Jar- Jardy
1: not there anymore. Right? He's doing no, basketball. No, 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 no. They, I think.
0: They, no, we're talking. Jardy was for the Dispatch for the paper. Oh, sorry. Okay, no, he's he's no longer. No, we we this is for the MLS Soccer dot com. This is their uh the league's beat writer. Now, if he's doing that work. Why, where's everybody else? Why are the, why are the beat reporters around the rest of the league?
1: But hold on, that's just saying that there's one dude with some loose lips in Columbus. (laughs) Doesn't mean that, like, not to take away from my man, he may have done some great journalistic work, but also could have been a dude drunk at a New Year's
0: party, like kind of letting out. That these guys were going to yeah, uh, the national maybe. team. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. All right, well, look, we're, we, I want to talk more about that roster. We can talk about those three guys specifically and what you make of their inclusion. But there's a another name that I think is is bigger in the American soccer s- scene right now, and that's Jordan Morris, Jared. I think since you last you and I last spoke, uh, word came out that he was getting ready to sign his sound his contract. He was done at Stanford. He had won his title, scored a couple goals in the College Cup final, and it wasn't anything left for him to prove there. And in order to get better, he would got to go pro. The Sounders made him the richest homegrown contract offer in league history. It all looked good. And then word today, first reported by Grant Wall and then confirmed by the team, that he's over in Germany training with Werder Bremen. What do you make of that?
1: I think the kid's smart. He don't go to Stanford and be dumb. I mean, I I think he's, first first of all, He's been rumored to have been given the biggest contract offer for any homegrown player ever by Seattle Sounders. What's to say that maybe he thinks he can't get that number a little bit higher if he shows that he has some interest okay. overseas?
0: Okay, maybe is you? It's really good th- business. Okay. Why not test it, the waters a little bit? Do you th- really? Th- I, like I like you said, I know you said you know you know Stanford kids don't be dumb. And, and he went to Stanford, and he's obviously a bright kid. But do you really think that that's his game right now, playing? Playing the Sounders off of Werder Bremen, I mean, or or whatever. I mean, do you, do you think? I don't you- know that necessarily those things are exclusive, but I, I think you
1: go to Werder Bremen. Hey, maybe you impress, and maybe you get a fantastic opportunity. If not, in the meantime, Seattle doesn't know how well you're doing over there. Your agents probably playing them off at the same time, trying to see. And then at the end of a couple of weeks, okay, Werder Bremen said yes to this. Seattle has this on the table. It's just an opportunity to juice that number as much as you, much as you possibly
0: can. Yes, I guess I before guess, you I mean, make your decision. The dude's dad is a doctor. He's going to Stanford. He's going to get a degree at some point. It might not happen right now, but he's going to. Wait, get so a degree. he should be doing charity work. No, I'm not saying he should be doing channel, charity work. I'm saying that he needs to. Like he might be. He might not be the guy who is is negotiating that way. Daniel in Atlanta, you're on the air.
3: What's up, guys? Uh, um, what's going on, Daniel? My my season prediction, uh, LA will sign a thirty five year old player.
0: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You and you and you and uh, Jared can commiserate. He's he's already pissed off. He's already used an f bomb this morning with or this afternoon with me, talking about the uh, the LA Galaxy off season. Daniel, are you in that same area?
3: I, I I think it's a bit ridiculous that we're going after a player that hasn't played in like four or five months. That. You know, you, you're, you you've been asking Bruce Arena, has he played or where is he? He keeps saying that he's training in in Italy, but I mean, is he is he like released? The Roma, you know, th- there's nothing I can find out about him. Uh, about you, you, here's football. the
1: thing about this: you just got by some kind of miracle. You got out of a bad DP defender contract. Why are you going to get into another bad DP defender contract? Well, you I, I, got I, I, DP whoa, 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 whoa. spots. Hold on.
0: I've heard I've heard I've heard that he's not going to be a DP. That's what I've heard. Well, he's not going to come for less than DP money. They might be buying it down with Tam. Okay. Well, I mean, everything, you know, when in doubt, buy it down with Tam. I'm just I I've, I've I'm just saying that I've heard reports. I've seen reports that he would come and he would not take up a DP slot.
1: I, okay, but here's my thing. Is he really that much better than Robbie Rogers or Sean Franklin. John Franklin. And, I'm not sure really, I'm sorry, AJ De la Garza. Uh, or AJ De la Garza uh, at this point for the Day amount of Gargan. money he might be coming for for.
0: Or Dad Gargan.
1: Uh, Plus, there's the whole like, do you know those guys are here to play? Those guys are trying to feed families in MLS. They are going to die on that field, sweat every day. Then you got this guy that's been slogging off MLS for a couple years on Twitter, talking about being a retirement league and all this different stuff. And now we're supposed to believe that he's committed? Yeah. He's not committed. No. You already got Steven Gerrard, who was a, a bust. Let's but, just say it. Steven Gerrard was a bust last season.
0: Uh, True I mean, or yeah. false? Yeah, well, I, I, I think that you still have to give Steven Gerrard 2016 to prove whether or not he's a bust, but right now. But he's, a bust. he's already saying this is yes. his last year as a professional. Oh no, though. no, no. I, I know. I, the, the alarm bells are going crazy right now when it comes to the LA Galaxy. I am flabbergasted, Jared. I, I don't get it. And, and it's not just. Danger! It's not just Gerard. Uh, I sort of—I mean, I didn't like that signing, but I sort of got it a little bit. You want to juice the brand, and a, and you'd have not You know, you you've moved on from the Beckham period, but maybe you feel as if you got to come back around a bit. Fine, go for the Liverpool fans, but to to—and they haven't signed Ashley Cole yet. Let's just remember that they haven't actually done that thing yet. But yeah, to there's even, so much heat the, to even yeah for that for their for that heat to even be out there. He's again, I mean, I'm in klaxons. I mean, we're talking about like the the craziest stuff. This doesn't make any sense. I, I mean, what w- did, did.
1: Well, he, he, let's measure out what LA has done well this offseason. Got rid of, uh, a Donovan Ricketts and replaced with Dan Kennedy. Good move. Good move. Get rid of Omar Gonzalez's DP contract, bought down with Tam. Okay. Good move, right? I'd say good move, sure. Okay. <clears throat> Especially when you got guys like Shane O'Neill, that looks like he's in position. Maybe he has to come back to MLS. There's guys out there that you can get for less money and do the same work that Mar Gonzalez was doing. Likely. Okay. But then you just, it, I, I, I have this part of me It's just I should trust Bruce Arena, right? I should trust Bruce Arena. He's done two decades of fantastic work in this league and earned the right for me to just look the other way, right?
0: Uh, yes, except for that, that whole Red Bull situation. Yeah, he, he's been a success. Okay. So I just, I, I, I struggle because what I see and what I'm,
1: I'm hearing is going to happen is so scary to me yeah. but it's being run by one of the best guys I mean, it, that's it, ever it, been in it, this look, league
0: I, I i'm sorry this is gonna be a painful analogy trigger warning trigger warning it's like when grandpa who you've had in-depth conversations about life for your entire uh childhood one day you you hit teenage years and all of a sudden grandpa doesn't know what the fork is for anymore i mean what what it, that, that's where we're at right that's what's what, we're, what we're, we're talking about here yeah it, it, it's odd it, it
1: it's odd, and um, I don't know that there's ever been a more uniform, universally unwanted signing than Ashley Cole in LA. So I you, can't
0: find an LA Galaxy fan that that's yeah.
1: happy with this the, e- the, the, e- this, this rumor. E-
0: let's let's just take these boxes off, and Daniel, you can help us out here. Number one, as da- as Jared says, no LA Galaxy fan wants this to happen. Uh, at least none, no LA Galaxy fan is a Galaxy fan first and not a Chelsea fan first, or something like that. Um, two. He's old and costs too much money. No matter if he's a DP or not. Three, it goes against sort of the ethos of the club. And you have uh, a, a, an MLS a top level MLS quality left back in Robbie Rogers, who you're not paying DP money. And and, and four, you're coming off a year in which Steven Gerrard couldn't adjust to the league and looks like he may struggle. W- what is happening? And and you trade Juninho. Yes, and you've sold Janino. You obviously had already gone through the Marcelo Sarvis situation after two about The
1: Janino one's hard. It's hard to take as an LA Galaxy fan, but you kind of get it from a certain point if, if he's not, He's in the shadow. He's always been in the shadow. Does he want to go someplace where he has a bigger spotlight, bigger stage? Mexico's probably it. I get it. The money's probably better as well. But you're really revamping. That means in the next season, you have to find not just one, but now two center midfielders are going to be your future for LA. That's what they've tasked themselves yeah. with now. That, yeah, because Gerard's not going to play one more, another season after this. Juninho's gone. Who's going to f- carry that mantle? into the next decade or the next generation of LA Galaxy. I don't see it. And I'm worried about that. And granted, with Gerard leaving in a, after this season, there's going to be a DP spot available. They can go buy some great center midfielder. But there's always risk involved. And Juninho was always that nice, comfy security blanket of a guy that you knew would always be there. And he's it's, only 26, it, 27
0: it, it, at, that, at this it's, point? It's interesting That you know we're talking about a team that, despite being the the most high profile team in MLS, Jared, and being sort of among the splashiest teams, um, you know, in MLS, still has that that MLS character of you you yeah you it's great to go sign Beckham and bring in Robbie Keane and and spend money on Steven Gerrard or whatever, whether you like that that move or not. Um, but you still want those those guys who fully buy in. Who didn't have better options. Janino didn't come from Brazil, uh, because, you know, he had dreams of going and playing for Real Madrid. He came from Brazil because he needed to play. He wanted to play. He, he had, he accepted True. MLS. He bought into MLS. He became a league character for a championship team with all of those characteristics. The, the workman-like element, the blue collar guy. Even in LA, there's a value for the blue collar guy. And, and maybe, maybe the galaxy are completely changing away from that. I don't know. I mean, you, again, you still got some, so, and they just signed Jeff Lorenowitz. Who, who's more blue collar than Jeff Lorenowitz?
1: Yeah. Just, once again, I'm not sure where he's going to play, but here, here's my thing. You got a guy in Kofi Sarkozy is out of contract. I don't believe he's signed anywhere yet. I I don't think so. But if you're, if you're, if you're LA Galaxy and you need a fullback, why go get Ashley Cole? You got Kofi Sarkozy, one of the best up-coming fullbacks in the league. Out of contract right now. Granted, he may renegotiate and end up signing with Houston. I don't know, but he, as of right now, he's out of contract. There's all sorts of opportunities out there. I just don't understand what they're doing. Yeah. But I, I, Daniel, at the end of the day, do you trust Bruce? I,
3: I trust Bruce. I, I trust Bruce, but I, I just hope it's not, it's not where, you know, we we give him so much leeway that. He'll he'll abuse it. I'm not saying he will abuse it. I just don't want him to.
1: It here's here's my worry with the Janino uh, transfer. That's to make room for Jermaine Jones. That's what I'm worried about. Is that somehow that's the move that's going to be coming in right there? And I don't know if that's that's a lot of age to have in the middle of your midfield. Yeah. With Jeff Lawrencewoods backing him up.
0: <laughs> yes, it's God, very so weird. Old. So weird. Daniel, appreciate the call, man. Thanks a lot. No
3: problem, yeah, I'm there really good.
0: Daniel in Atlanta. Let's go to 201. Who's this?
2: Hey, how's it going? It's Julian from New York.
0: What's going on, Julian? What's on your mind?
2: Not too much. What are you guys talking about? Uh, Wanting to call and get your thoughts on the uh, new Dax McCarty deal, if you haven't talked about it yet. Alright, so
0: Dax McCarty sc- uh, scores a four-year extension with uh, with the New York Red Bulls, Jared. Uh, I mean, from a Red Bulls perspective, you have to do this. You have to re-sign Dax McCarty. I don't know what the numbers are because we just don't know. Has just, there been any
2: hint of the numbers? I haven't seen anything. Uh,
0: if anybody would I'm have sure them. i sure it's Tam related. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if anybody would have them, I think Dave Martinez and Empire of Soccer would have them, and uh, I don't think he does. Uh, Goal.com repeated, reported the, the original story that he had signed. This is Ivis who's got sources there. And, I would say Dax McCarty. First of all, the heart of your team,
1: the captain of your team, um, he is deserving of that DP-level money, low DP-level money. I think they probably got him some deal somewhere in the three hundred dollars to $400,000 range and bought it down with Tam. That's, that is what I yeah, think is probably it, happening. Yeah,
0: I'm sure. Yeah, I, I think he's probably, yeah. He's uh, he's moved into an upper echelon of MLS players, but he's not. And if, if introducing Tam
1: gets me Dax McCarty signed to a four-year de- de- contract in this league without sacrificing a DP player spot, that's a good thing. Okay. That's the kind of player that you want Tam used on, Dax McCarty. Okay, fair enough. Yeah,
0: I mean, Julian, I think... Uh,
2: are, you, are you guys concerned at all? I mean, towards the end of the year in playoffs, and just four more years. I mean, I love him as our captain, but, you know... Does he running around in midfield for four more years? Does he have the skills to, you know, translate into a different type of player? Cause I don't know. I'm not confident that he can play the same way, you know, till he's 32. I think he's, got,
0: I think he's got a couple years left in him at least. And if, if it took, if, mm-hmm. it, if it took, I mean, it's a calculation on the part of the Red Bulls. They go to the table and they sit across from Dax McCarty and Dax says, I want four years. And the Red Bulls say, well, we're yeah. not so sure. I think we could invest in two. And he goes, well, I'm not staying for any less than four. You're you're as the Red Bulls. if you're he, the time. You have to you know if if, if he's calling your bluff, you, you have to do it. You have to pull the trigger on it. And, it's, and really, this is by far from a bad contract. Even if he sputters out at yeah. 31 or 32, I
1: I, I yeah. think I'm not worried about that. He plays a position that guys usually do play kind of later into their careers as well. Look at Davy no Look at Brian Carroll. These guys MLS has versions of this. The guys that play this position well into their mid 30s. So I'm not worried about Dax McCarty. He's been injury free most of his career. I, I, what I'd be more worried about for, for you guys, uh, uh, Damon is you guys let go. Paranel doesn't, doesn't resign. That's kind of surprising to me. I'm not sure what kind of money he won or what his goals are. You let Paranel go. You let Roy Miller go. Anthony Wallace declined three defenders out. Granted, only one of those probably a starter. The only thing coming in is a homegrown player, Tyler Adams. What are you thinking about all these homegrown players signed and is the goal for these guys gonna have are they going to be asked to produce immediately?
2: I think they're gonna to have to. Um, you know, uh I don't know where else we're gonna find cover, especially if Miyazka leaves now or in the summer. Uh the cupboards, you know, I'm optimistic after last year, but somewhat worried about the future with, you know, the lack of you know, the lack of you know, future. You know, international and you know, international and domestic signings that uh, you know that new. You know that the new direction the club has gotten.
1: Is is this rebels playing discount football though? I mean, they're a team that's obviously said ownership group that re- has shown some regrets as of late. Talked about tightening up the purse strings. Is this them going a different direction? We're not going to pay for players. We're going to develop, which is in a big picture nice if the players are ready.
3: But I'm a little bit
1: bit nervous. This is them playing Costco football in
2: MLS. Um, you know. There's there's some compromise on you know the front office's part that to win, you do have to have a strong homegrown, you know, a strong young player core. But you need those one or two key players because I think our team was great last year, but in the playoffs we clearly missed that honoring magic that could get us that one goal we really needed. I'm and not sure that that's that, why you lost. You need that burst somewhere.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure that that's the, the thing that kept the Red Bulls from winning a title, the lack of an Henri Talisman figure. But yeah, I mean, there's, there's something too. you could go in that direction. Uh, from what I hear, um, about this group and, you know, I, I, I only have to rely on other people. Derek Etienne is the pick of the bunch. Um, he may be a guy to step in and, and be asked to do something right away. As for the, the defensive situation, yeah, there's some there's some work to be done. I mean, I, I, I trust that the Red Bulls, I mean, and I know it's only one year, small sample size, but I trust that Ali Curtis and Jesse Marshall put their heads together and have this team a, a successful one in 2016.
2: Yes, I hope so. <laughs> All
0: right, Julian, appreciate the call, man. You got anything right. else?
2: Thanks, man. No, uh, that's it. Keep up the good work, guys. 100%. Happy New Year. Appreciate the call.
0: Happy New Year. There goes uh, Julian. Um, Jared. Uh we are in again we're in the beginning of the year January 5th so it's uh it's just started 2016 um I I I was talking about this today on satellite radio I'm I I need more rumor I need more I know it feels like it feels like there's maybe more than there used to be but t- for some reason I'm still I still think it's No lacking.
1: you're right dude the transfer
0: window's open where's the talk where's the deals where's the uh the scuttlebutt I don't, do you, do I don't you think, see it. Do you think Falcao to Columbus is, do you think that has some buzz to it? Some sexy to it? I think that's sexy. Yeah. I mean, I, granted, you're not getting Falcao from before injury, before
1: the World Cup. Um, you're getting a different, uh, Falcao, yeah, but sure. I still think you, you think about him playing in front next to Kai Kamara in front of, uh, of what, what, what am I blanking on? Uh, Iguain. Iguayin, and the options around in Columbus, I mean, crap, dude. That's, that's, that's impressive. Mm -hmm. I mean, Columbus already had one of the best offenses when they're on. And you add a poacher like that? I mean, Mm -hmm. the question is, how do you change your system to get a second striker in there with Kai Kamara? That's the biggest question. That's
0: the thing. Like, we, we hear the rumors that, that Falcao is being chased by Columbus. And at the same time, people are telling me, and I haven't heard these independently anywhere else, only on Twitter via third parties, but people are telling me that Kai could be on his way back to England, which it would shock the hell out of me. But I wouldn't doubt that somebody's coming in with an offer. If, if somebody gave, if if somebody came in with a million bucks for Kai Kamara right now, and you're the Columbus Crew. Do you pull the trigger on that? A million? Yeah. No. Why not?
1: I think he's worth more. Okay. How much is he worth? I mean, he's got to be under – he just signed a contract. He's got to have a couple-year contract.
0: Okay, but – I mean, It's he, not
1: like he's in his last year or anything No, but like he's that.
0: also 31 years old, and, I, I mean, I, I don't know. It's Don't I, you
1: think they made more than a million dollars by making the MLS Cup this year? And in jersey sales? And it, I, I think that he was more valuable than a million dollars on their roster.
0: Okay, fair enough. But, but I'm just saying, like, if you get that money back in terms of allocation dollars that you can pay down other contracts, and you get to bring in a guy like Falcao, I don't now,
1: know. I was talking all things being equal. Like if Falcao Val- is in the in the uh, air, yeah. then maybe I'm second guessing this because then you can have something to fill that. But if you just let Kai Kamara go in a vacuum... Now you have an empty spot at the top that's going to be incredibly hard to replace. Now, now
0: I'm picturing Falcao in the air, like a like an angel, his hair flowing. Well, you behind know what? Him. He cut his hair, right? Didn't he cut did his he? hair? I'm pretty sure he cut. Now, last huh. time I saw him, and and I, and he hasn't he doesn't get to play for Chelsea. He just doesn't play. But I'm pretty sure he cut the man cut his hair. Which I'm thinking, if you're oh, the, you're right, he did. If you're if you're Crew SC, you make it a requirement for him to grow that stuff that, that hair back out, right? If you're coming to Columbus, okay, please. Grow your, because we haven't seen, we have we haven't seen good really long good hair. long hair in MLS. I like, we have Ned Grablevoy hair. I love, I love uh. Ned Grabble, but That's not good. Okay. Da, uh, mixed disc Root. I guess that counts, right? It counts, right? Yeah. His feet are messing it up. But okay. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <That's> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Cause I was thinking. And you also have whatever my, whatever my man, uh, uh, who's my guy from Chief say it's at, at New York City FC right now? Mullet. Oh, uh,
0: uh Tommy McNamara. Yeah, you got whatever he's got yeah, going not, on. That's not, that's not good hair. That's fun hair. That's different. That, that's like party hair. But I'm not, I'm talking about like actual, like, if you were going to grow your hair out long, who would you want it to look like? I'm talking Falcao with, at his, at his peak. Mi- mix, definitely. I mean, that's the kind of level we're talking. And, and, cause somebody on Twitter, and this was more rocky. I'm, I'm going to a, a Dalton Voss. Uh, who? From Roadhouse. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay. Swayze. Swayze has some good hair. Swayze. Yeah. You know, I, I, I never, I knew I could never pull it off, the long hair. So I don't know if I put a lot of emotional investment into caring who I would want to look like. But there was, there were definitely some people back in the 90s. I'm like, damn, I wish my hair was like that. But he feathered
1: his, which is kind of like not what I would do with it. But he, he was able to rock it.
0: Here's, here's the, I remember. We don't. Have, how many long hair guys have we had? I mean, Toha was a Toha, was a big yeah. deal for a while. I mean, early right? on, you had Jeff Agus, you had Lexi yeah, Lalas, you, you, know, you, you had a lot of guys early on. But that on was, like I say, that was Marcella Balboa. That was the '90s era when it was still when when long hair sort of had some cachet to it. Now I feel like long hair. We get man buns. We get. the... Ugh. We get God. the man buns, right? That's what we we're getting. We're so much
1: weaker as a league right now than we were. Just think back in day with those ponytail Barcelona, but all you do is flick his hair around, and boom, you get hit <laughs> in the face on a set play, and all you like, you lose your disorient, you're disoriented for a moment. Right,
0: yeah, you get a hair. Man, it hurts to get a hair in the eyeball. That hurts. Yeah, like man. Week. I mean, those guys knew yeah. what they had. They had a weapon. They, they did. They absolutely did. All right, um, man let's buns. let's come around here. We'll, we'll we'll peg out the number again. But let's come around here. To the Camp Cupcake roster. Again, we don't have the full roster. US Soccer's messing with us as they always tend to do. Uh, but we have three names. And and speaking of Columbus, it's it's three Columbus players. Will Trap, Tony Chani, and Ethan Finley. Individually, Jared, let me start where let, let's start with Will Trapp. Uh no no surprise there. I mean he's been getting groomed at the U
1: system. Definitely one of the top pie four five uh holding midfielders in the uh, MLS. Um, he's Michael Bradley's heir apparent, uh, assuming that he can actually, um, take that step to the international level. So, no surprise there. Good call up. Um, Ethan Finley is one that I think we, you and I have been asking for for quite some time. Um, and I th- he's gonna be explosive on the wing. Uh, if you think about the type of player that Jurgens has been experimenting with lately, Darlington Nagby, I think Finley falls into that same category of a guy that's gonna get, uh, Feed get wide and uh, try to break guys down from the outside and serving a good ball.
0: Well, okay, I, I said this I, I, when I'm th- when I'm thinking about this group and we'll come to Tony Chani in a second. Uh, Will Will Trap, no surprise there. I love Will Trap. I think he's a, an excellent player with, an, with a bright future. I hope he really works his way into the team. Ethan Finley is it, it, he's a good player and he's a good wide player, but he's a straight line player out there, right? Yeah. Are we are we kind of just <laughs> He's kind of classic. He's like a throwback. Is Klinsman just gonna go all in on straight line players out on the wing now? I mean, what's DeAndre Yedlin? That's what I'm saying. So is that is that just the mold we're going for? Because I think of like a guy like like Alejandro Bedoya, not not that player. He's not his speed is not the end all be all. He's he's got a couple more tricks in his bag. He can pick a pass a little bit better, I think, than either one of those guys. Especially you think about
1: what the U.S. national team's been over the last. Five, six years, Lennon Donovan, Clint Dempsey, the way they've played inside out roles out there on the wing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, definitely uh, more Eddie Lewis like from back in like the early 2000s. You can be that type of player. And I'm okay with it because, first of all, what he's been doing hasn't been working. So why not try a little bit? And let's not forget, this is a Camp Cupcake. No one's saying Ethan Finley's starting, sure, 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 for the national
0: team in a World Cup qualifier in a couple of months. No, he, but and he he's deserves, a good look, and he deserves the look. I, that's that's not an issue for me. What about Tony Chani? A little bit more of a surprise.
1: That was that's a bit of a surprise, yeah. And um, when I think of Tony Chani, I think of I a kind of a poor man's Tony Santa from back in the day. Uh, gets a lot of work done. Um, I think he fills a lot of holes, but I think you saw an MLS Cup. I've always been wondering about him mentally. I mean, Uh he checks out. And you saw him do it in an MLS Cup. He checked out. I'm glad that most players probably would with what was going on there with that throw-in and the ball going out, but you can't have that the national, international. If you have to have your mind, has to be sound. I mean, I I, I don't know that he's there. If I was going to rank the three, he'd be third out of those
0: three for sure and a little bit of a shock, but not necessarily a shock for Camp Cupcake. Okay. All right, and look, we, well, yeah, we've seen some some guys who probably weren't ever going to really be in the picture get calls to Camp Cupcake. This is not the first time that that's happened. If Tony Chani turns out to be one of those guys, and I think Tony Chani has improved a lot since arriving in Columbus and and being. But if you're I,
1: gonna take a center midfielder, and I'm not saying they have to be
0: one or the other, you're taking Dax. I'd take Dax McCarty before I take Tony Chani. I, w- I would probably be right there with you, but but maybe the thought is that Dax and and Trap are a little bit too much alike. Uh, could be. I don't know that Ch- Chani and Trapper. That uh, I guess uh one. Low, uh, I mean, tra- yeah. Trap is Trap is a better. Good, he's a better passer. He's a better passer. He's much better on the ball than Chani. I think Chani is your destroyer type, and and, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, he's he's big and he's strong. He's six four. He he's, he towers over everybody in a midfield situation. Um, it's just you know, again, we we have it's been a slow burn to get him to the point where he's been a regular contributor in an MLS team. He was supposed to be something back with the Red Bulls in 2010, 2011, and it took all the way to 2015, late 2014, early 2015, before he really started to be Tony Chani, lock-in starter for an MLS team. Well, why don't we do this? Why don't
1: you give me three guys you think are likely to also be on this roster from MLS, and then give me one wild card from MLS you hope would be in this team.
0: Um, Let's uh, let's see. Um, this I can is- give you a couple to start since I surprised
1: you with that. Okay. Um, I would definitely put um, I'm putting a man uh, Legette, Legette yeah, out yeah. there. Legette's I think he's a there. guy similar to Finley. I think that we've been talking about for quite some time. I,
0: he's, I think he's a little bit more. Maybe I'm wrong. Is he a little bit more inside out than Finley is typically? I mean, if, t- Finley can cut in. Uh, don't get me wrong; he does that. And he certainly crashes the back post the way that Leggett does. But uh, yeah, maybe, I think maybe yeah, I Legette, think he, he does come inside more. Maybe Leggett a little bit better one v one. I, he's got
1: a few more pounds on him. He's got a better trunk. I think he doesn't get knocked off the ball quite as easily as, uh, as Ethan Finley. I think he's a better dribbler. I think he can beat a guy. I think Ethan Finley's better at, at like a good first step to get around a guy to the end line, but I think LeJet can break a guy down a few different ways. Okay. Uh, um, I would throw El Sueño in here. Okay. I think, I think, uh, Villafana could, uh, has had a good, uh, 2015. Great stretch run down the, down, down through MLS Cup. And I think he plays a position that's necessary for the U.S. national team. That's the left side of defense. So, uh, those two players right there. And I'm gonna throw in, I'm gonna throw in Dax McCarty. Okay. I think that's a guy that should be there, needs to be there. What happens if Michael Bradley goes down tomorrow? Right. Yeah. I mean, it, right now, I don't believe in mixed disc group. I, I don't, what, Jermaine Jones can't be any kind of long-term plan in that position. Who do you have ready to just side in there? Maybe Danny Williams? Danny Williams is probably the closest thing right Uh, now. Alfredo Morales. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you also have Kyle Beckerman, but once again, there's an age factor there. Mm -hmm. I mean, if Michael Bradley got really screwed, I'd need Dax McCarty. Mm
0: -hmm. I think you're probably right. Experience-wise, a lot of things there. All right, uh, let's see. If, If I'm picking a couple of guys, I mean, obviously we're talking about, uh, we're talking about MLS guys that, uh, that we would like to see get called up. Ah, man. Uh, can I, can I say Matt Miasca? I mean, he's young. He's, no, for sure. Yeah. I think I'm throwing Matt Miasca then. I, and, and a guy who, who I don't think anybody's given up on him, but it's been such a weird path for him that we kind of forget that he's so young and, and could be uh, such a big part of this team. Juan Agadella. I, want I was, to see was just thinking Aguidello. that was
1: gonna be my wild card.
0: Yeah, I'd like to see him get a get a look. I mean I know he was kind of in and out with the revs at the end of the season. Charlie Davies kind of took over. But I think when get and his and his skill set. Now he needs to prove his commitment, but his skill set is is enough that you're that's a guy that you want to see um get a look. Uh another one. Let's uh let me throw in ah oh, man, let me throw in another another young player. I, I got asked about Harry Ship today. Mm. Maybe, maybe I'll throw. I, I don't think he gets a look because I don't think Klinsman knows what to do with him. But I'm gonna throw Harry Ship in the mix. I think you got to bring
1: him in. You got to bring him in just to see what you're playing with because I don't think anyone knows enough about Harry Ship because of just the dearth of talent around him. There's nothing there. There's it's a wasteland of talent in Chicago. So I think you don't get a good idea of what Harry Ship really is. Until you get him into a camp like this, surround him with some talent and see what he can do, what he can do if he really opens up the, uh, the throttle. I want to see what this kid can be.
0: Yeah, but what and is he? You're, you're not seeing that in yeah, wait, but what, is, what What is he? Is he, a, is he, he's not a, he's not a. He's, he's the same thing Landon
1: Donovan was. He's the same thing Clint Dempsey was. What,
0: it doesn't mean is it bad just because he does have no. a, an exact role. Well, okay, he, but, but Dempsey, but Dempsey, I think is more identified. I like, I know it's taken some, some time and Dempsey started out as a midfielder. But I think that Dempsey is more identifiably a forward at this point in his career than Harry Ship is identifiably anything. And, and Landon Donovan was ultra capable at forward because of his speed, on the wing because of his speed, in the middle because of his passing ability. Harry Ship's not a physical specimen. He's not going to beat you with his foot speed. He needs to be on the ball and he needs to be on the ball in the middle of the park for me, or at least. So he's more like Dempsey though? If you're going to play him in the midfield, he better be able to cut in and look for those passing options. Yeah, he's more like Dempsey, but he's not but again, he's not he's not the physical specimen and that's the wrong way to say it, but he's not the physical player to create a shot and be a Dempsey up top. He's not a, he's not a goal scorer like that. So, I don't know where you play him.
1: Uh, you could play him in front of Michael Bradley, but that's asking a lot of him well, both ways.
0: Okay, I don't know that there's any indication uh, that that Jurgen Klinsmann will do anything in front of Michael Bradley. And and for me, Harry Shipp is a younger version of Lee Wynn. And yes, Klinsman's called in Lee Wynn, but he does he never seems to know what to do with him. I'm gonna say this. Jurgen Klinsmann gets paid to find a way to find how I to know use Harry Ship. I know that and I want that to happen. I just don't have any faith right now.
1: Cause you can't have this guy just sitting there. That first of all, you don't give a chance opportunity to, and second, if the opportunity looks good, find a way to use him. I mean, is he going to go the Lee Win and Fail Huber route, or just a guy that's immensely immensely talented that Klinsman just can't figure out if he wants him, doesn't want him, or how to use him? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think that's I one of the that's one of the long term criticisms that we may look back at Jurgen Klinsmann's tenure with is that he didn't know what to do with some of the best talent
0: that he had. Yeah. Um, uh, also, and it just uh, it came up on my Twitter feed, and then I'll mention it. I think my wild card, and although he shouldn't be a wild card, he probably should just be getting a, a legitimate look. Robbie Rogers.
1: Yeah, I think with the, with uh, left back being what it is, I would still put Villafana in front of him in terms of who a guy I'd like to see. But uh, Robbie Rogers did have surgery in the off season. I'm not sure if he's ready yet. Um, but, uh, okay. I did see him making some, uh, yeah. and he, and party working, appearances. And he's
0: working on a television show about his life, right? Isn't that, isn't that the case? Isn't that the case?
1: I, I don't know <laughs> that. I I wouldn't surprise me. I, oh. I think his, his, I thought you were, his boyfriend I thought you, is a television producer. Yeah, or I thought you
0: were, I thought you were more in tune with the Hollywood gossip than me. Yeah, his boyfriend is a Hollywood producer and they're working on a, uh, they're developing a television show based on, I think, on Robbie's book, which he wrote, what, two years ago or so. Yeah.
3: They that's the word. that you
0: think i don't know um germany in the news when it relates to american soccer jared a couple of things here first um the, well jordan morris i don't know if i've mentioned him yet we'll come to him uh, i think i did already the other news that just broke not too long ago is that haji wright is going to go sign with schalke on his 18th birthday and um that's not a surprise at all is it
1: No, but it's definitely a loss for la galaxy um but and he wasn't, hoping, I'm sure what they were, what they were hoping to do is to sign him to a decent enough contract that they'd get some kind of transfer out of it. Um, he, he did what was probably smart for him with the Cosmos with a deal that he would get him out on his 18th birthday. And now he can uh, move to wherever he wants. Yeah. But I, I, he hasn't been showcased the way he would have been probably if he ever stayed in MLS.
0: No, sure. But if you got a deal with Schalke, if Shalka's ready to sign you as soon as you turn 18, then clearly, you know, he didn't necessarily need something else, a boost from yeah. MLS and, and, and LA and and it just it, the, i don't like look i i don't I don't begrudge haji Wright the, the opportunity to go to europe and do what he's doing um but i don't like the i don't like stat the the cosmos playing a role by stashing him I, i'm not a fan of that i mean what is what are they what are they getting out of this deal you know well, they got a they got a short term first of all they're
1: getting exposure they're going to say they sold one of their players to a premier german team well
0: they didn't okay. sell him he was out of contract they declined okay. an option or whatever I mean, that was obviously part of the agreement. Was we, I come to New York? I play for the Cosmos for a year. I get close to my 18th birthday. You let me go. I sign in Germany.
1: You're saying there's not a PR guy out there that can't spin that into no, sure. Cosmos and, and could develop a player that's going to be a, a m- maybe the chop-
0: Cosmos are getting a kickback, or maybe there's a, a an agent involved. I mean, this this is it, it's not the dirtiest thing in soccer by any stretch of the imagination. So Don't that, you feel at
1: this point NASL wants to do everything they can to make it look like they took something from MLS?
0: Sure, probably.
1: There's part of them probably is just doing it for the fact that to say they did it. You know, we took yeah. this jewel from L.A. He was ours, and now he's moving on to Green yeah, well, Pastures I mean, okay, because of sure, us.
0: Sure, sure. And if if NASL and, and the Cosmos want to do that, that, that's that's their prerogative to spend it that way. I mean, obviously, Haji Wright had his eyes on Europe. He didn't want to go. You know, he didn't want to risk signing a contract with L.A. and the Galaxy not selling him. Or that Schalke wouldn't want to pay for him. I mean, that's the bottom line here is that Schalke is not paying a transfer fee for an 18 year old player. That that's that's the bottom line. Yeah, that's good business on their I, part. I Hopefully, they. I don't. I'm not sure how much
1: they. Uh, how how long this deal has been kind of out there, and how long they've been talking to him. Um But it's definitely a huge uh, leap of faith on Haji Wright's part if he knew anything about it two years ago when he made this move, because these guys didn't have to actually follow through with this two years later. I mean, it's a, they, listen, the guy's confident in his talent. That's one thing you'll say. By, by making the moves he did, this is a guy that believes in his talent and thinks that he's good enough to play wherever. So, I, I kind of like that he's got that kind of bravado and that kind of like swag.
0: The other bit of Germany news is the Jordan Morris thing I mentioned. Um, he was, uh, as I said, all set to sign with the Sounders. All, it looked like everything was ready to go. And then here comes Verde Bremen and he's training. And Jared, just to bring this back to, uh, to, to this conversation. And I'm reading some quotes from the manager at Verde Bremen who says, uh, it's an opportunity for us to get to know a player. Nothing more, nothing less. It, it downplaying it a bit. And so there may not be any smoke to or any fire to this particular smoke, but let's imagine that this is. Jordan Morris kicking the tires on a potential move to Germany over signing with the Sounders. This is clearly behind the scenes Jürgen Klinsmann pushing some buttons, right? Yeah, but
1: you're, uh, I think we have to be really careful how we look at this when it comes to uh, Jordan Morris because this isn't an 17, 18 year old going and signing with a German team. If he's not going to play straight away, I know this that's, is a bad move. That's what I'm concerned he's, he's about. He's already what 21 at this point. Yes, he's 21 years old. 21 years old. He's, I mean, he's not what we think of. Like, he's not Haji Wright. He's not going someplace where a little bit of development, hopefully to get to some, he needs to play right now. Cause that's what he'd be doing in Seattle. He'd be playing now. So if he's not going to be playing now, then it's a bad move.
0: Yeah. It I, is a
1: bad move if he's not an integral part of what they want to do. And I think that's a hard, thing for a team like Schalke to commit to now
0: is that not Schalke Werder Bremen is that I apologize Bremen. yeah no, well I mean I don't know what it would cost for Werder Bremen I mean that's that's obviously a major element here and I don't know what kind of um, you know what kind of uh, paperwork needs to be done and that kind of stuff uh, but if this is Klinsmann pushing Morris at least to go and do the German experience now now for Morris it may be Look, no skin off my back if I go and try this out. I get an opportunity to go train at a world class club in Germany, top level Bundesliga stuff. It's great. Uh, see the, see how they run things, blah, blah, blah. I'm still going to sign with, with Seattle. Maybe that's all in his head. Maybe for him, this is just a lark and an experience to have now that he's decided he's not going back to Stanford. But if this is legitimately, he's considering an option. That Vertuberman might be interested, in, and then Klinsman is pushing him. I have to wonder about Klinsman's motivation here. I, I understand that the man says everybody needs to be tested, we want to take him out of their comfort zones. But if you're, if, if Jordan Moore said everything lined up in in Seattle, and there was a chance he was going to get good minutes playing behind two guys who are going to be in and out of the lineup, why mess with that? I mean, really, why mess, why Why get in your in Jordan Morris' head and change his path when he's already on his way to showing you that he's an, a U.S. national team caliber player? Well, we just said that he's got to play, right? Even if he goes to Seattle, is he going to play? He's going to play more than if he goes to Werder Brevin. He's got
1: two big, big names in front of him Yeah, in but Seattle. they'll find,
0: Siggy Schmidt will, Schmid will find a way to get him into that lineup, and trust me, Dempsey will miss games and Martins will miss games. Mm.
1: I almost feel like it would be better for them to sign him with the uh, with his involvement to get him traded someplace else, and Seattle get something for him because it feels like they have a lot of the same thing already. So he could end up being the Lex Lamar Nagel, which isn't what we
0: want for Jordan Morris. Yes, exactly. I mean, I, I but 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 then but this is a higher caliber player. I mean, let let's this is. A, no, I'm just telling
1: you- how he was used, how he got. I mean, there was a time where Lamar Nagel was a legitimate second forward option for Seattle Yeah, but for a he while. was
0: never Morris' level, and he was never as hyped as Morris. He's never expected—there was not that much expected of Lamar. But Hyde doesn't get an extra position on the field, though. No, no, He's no. got to have a place to play. No, no, that's not—what uh, I'm saying, though, is that there is more pressure and more reason to believe that Jordan Morris works his way into the lineup than, than, than whether or not Lamar Nagel does. And Lamar Nagel was a depth player in a good MLS team. He's not a bad player by any stretch. I'm not saying that but he was a guy that Seattle was willing to trade twice. Jordan Morris is 21, is full of potential, has U.S. Men's National Team caps and goals under his belt. I expect him to play. So you're saying Obafemi Martins or Clint Dempsey doesn't start for the Seattle Sounders? That's not what I said. I said he's going to get minutes and he's going to play. I didn't say he's going to start for them.
1: I think he needs to go someplace where he has he's, a starting option. He's,
0: where, how, where is that? There is no such place. There's tons of teams at MLS that would start this kid. Oh, yeah, okay, in MLS, but his options are limited. He's a homegrown player for the Seattle Sounders. That's why I said
1: Seattle Sounders, if they can sign him and trade him for something, then that's something worth something to them.
0: That is a stupid idea that they would never consider. Why would Seattle ever consider trading Jordan Morris? Because he has value right now. As a fairly unknown, he has a a huge value. They're offering him the highest homegrown contract in history. He's a local product. His dad is the team doctor. He's a star at Stanford who just won a national championship. And he's a U.S. international as a college kid. And he's going to sit the bench. He has value going out to the –
1: his value – How has- much value is he going to have at the end of 2016 if he only gets, I don't know, five starts, eight starts? Is this value going to be There's- what it is right now?
0: Yes, you don't trade a 21-year-old player like Jordan Morris. You don't do that. I'm sorry. Depends That's, what you can get in return. You would be a terrible MLS thing, his Ziggy's
1: job is not to find a way to use Jordan Morris. His job is to win an MLS Cup, sure, which he but, hasn't okay, done. Okay. So if he needs a defender, if he needs a midfielder... And he has this little
0: jewel on the side. Why wouldn't you go with whoever's going to get you a championship? He's not a championship. He is, they're not going to trade Jordan Morris. Okay, they're not. And he's even if he gets five starts, which I actually think it would be closer to ten, he's going to get a he's going to get enough time in substitute appearances to make it worth it to keep him around. So you're saying L.A. would never trade Giannis Zardis? I think at this point it's a little bit different. Giannis Zardis, look. I understand what you're saying, that his value is high, and mm-hmm. because he hasn't done anything, he hasn't sullied that value, but that's mm-hmm. potential is always overvalued, okay? So you and you always hang on to potential. And, again, he's a college kid who got national team call-ups and scored goals. And and I, I just, I, I don't think... So is so Jason Gary. I just think, I just think... That was how long ago, Jared? I'm just saying, he was a...
1: Uh, how he long ago was, a, was that? Uh,
0: he was one of the best strikers
1: that in, in college that year, but it doesn't necessarily make he's a good pro. Listen, I'm not trying to downplay Jordan Morris. I'm just saying we got to be careful. First of all, if he's going to get minutes, I think that's bad for his development if he's not going to be getting starting minutes. It's great that he plays for Seattle. It's be a great team for him to be, be on, but I just don't see what
0: the path is for him there. Uh, the path is to g- grow into a starting role because... Oba Femi Martins and Clint Dempsey won't be there forever especially probably Obafemi Martins if let's let's say you, you're not going to go all in on a 21 year old kid I don't care I, I, I don't care if he's international or not, but you know he has talent. So what do you do? Well, let's ease him in. Let's rotate. We know Martins is going to miss games with hamstring injuries and, and the like. We know Dempsey is going to need to be rested yep. and have injuries yep. and the like. Okay. So now we have this rotation. We have depth. We have this exciting 20 year old, 21 year old kid, the local product, the son of the team doctor, the Stanford kid, the, all this, all these elements. And we can work him in, and then, oh, look, he scored five goals in ten appearances, or he scored uh, eight goals as a rookie in uh, however many minutes. We can now phase out Obafemi Martins. We can let him walk, because now we've got our future. 2017, here you go, Jordan Morris. The con is yours. One more year on a guy that's already 21. You're so impatient. Is- so inpa- I get why you're impatient, and we do, we do start uh, the engines a little too late here. But here's what I'm worried is that he's going to end up like Jossi Zara's and be made into a midfielder to get him minutes. No, no, that's not going to happen. No, I, I think his skill set is so blatantly forward that, and he's such a he's he's such a how do I, I say power is part of his game, right? I mean, absolutely. Okay, he's Zares, very similar to Obafemi Martins in that regard. He is. He is. That's and and I'm I would be excited to have him learn behind Obafemi Martins in training every day in Seattle. Jossie's artist is not strength has never been part of his game. That's that's not should be though, but it's not. It's not. It's just not. He is a he's a he is a finesse player. Jossie's artist, and 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 therefore, in order to get him and his finesse traits involved in the game. You had to drop him back into the midfield, or that was a an obvious thing to do to get him involved. Yeah, and I still think LA in this season, dude,
1: he, they should swap Dos Santos and Zardes. Dos Santos needs to be on the ball more in midfield. He I did agree. not get the ball at I all towards the end of that season.
0: I agree. We got about uh, ten minutes left, all right, so we're talking about the cup ca- camp cupcake roster. You've heard a couple of our picks. Uh, what do you think? Out of seven, we picked eight guys, three three names we'd like to see, and then a wild card. How many do you think we get right? I think we got most of those
1: right, to be honest with you. Okay. It's a lot of spots to, to to fill in. I think most of those are probably right.
0: I, I, what, here's, here, here, let's do this. Let's do this exercise, okay? I got, the, I got the ASN 100 up right now, American Soccer Now. This was updated on November 29th, so relatively recent, okay, with a couple of tweaks maybe. And I've sorted for just the MLS players, MLS-based okay. players. You, I'm gonna give you each day. I'm gonna go through the first however many you tell me on the roster or not on the roster. And remember, you know, it's, it's not gonna be a, I don't he might call in 26 guys, but it's not you gonna know, be I might a,
1: say not on the roster because they shouldn't be on a cupcake roster. They might be, like, too good for the cup- okay, cupcake roster. Okay, but that's not though. how,
0: that's not how Clinsman's gonna approach this. Just remember that. I think he's gonna call... You think it, Michael Bradley's gonna be in this? Yes. Michael Bradley is your Clint first Dempsey? guy. Dempsey? Okay, well, you tell me. Okay, okay, you tell me both whether you would take them and whether you think Clinsman will, t- will call them up. Ready? Okay, Michael Bradley. I think I wouldn't call him in, but I think Klinsman will. Okay, Clint
1: Dempsey. I wouldn't call him in, but I think Klinsman will. Darlington. No, I take that back. I think we're. I think
0: he will not be there both ways. Okay, so you think Dempsey gets a rest um, for this camp?
1: Gets a rest, and he's also been slept on the wrist recently by Jurgen Klinsman a bit.
0: Okay, Darlington Nagby He'll be in. Matt Beasley.
1: He will be in by both me and Klinsman. Altador. Uh I think it's a unique opportunity for Klinsman to once again maybe put Josie in his place a little bit or even tell him, hey, I want you to rest up to get ready for the beginning of the season, but I think you got to bring him because you don't have enough strikers that are good enough otherwise. Jermaine Jones. I think he brings him in just to get him fitness ready for the season and uh, to showcase him a little bit for a team to sign him.
0: Okay, Benny Failhaber.
1: No, no, not a chance. Not I would bring chance. him in a
0: second. Louis, uh, Lee Win. I think he'll be there. Okay. Uh, Sasha Kleshtian. He'll be there. He has to be. What? He's had too good of a season. Uh. I, I think he presents problems
1: in terms of, once again, how do you use him and where do you play him? Um, especially with Darlington Nagby being there because that's going to sew up that left midfield slot. But I think okay. Cl- Clutchin's good enough at a number of different things that you have to bring him in.
0: Okay. That's, uh, that's the, that's the top nine players at ASN in MLS. Sasha Clutchin's number nine on that. Yeah. Oh, Dax McCarty's number 10. You bring Dax. Okay. Ethan Finley, we know, is coming. Giassi Zardis. You bring Giassi. Matt Hedges. I like him. I get
1: the feeling that Klinsman doesn't think he's ready because he doesn't seem like he's given him many opportunities. We'll but ready. I would bring him. I say yes.
0: Well, Matt, Matt Th- this Hedges, is that's what this, company, that's what this camp is for.
1: For no, Matt no. Hedges, I,
0: he's 25 years old. If he's not ready now, he's not ready. He's never, never going to be ready. Um, so I, I hope so. Matt Miazga. Yes. Okay. So you've basically that's the first 14. By the way. I think the only name that you said was not going to be in this camp is Benny Fail. Oh, Twite, you too. You had Clint Dempsey as a possibility. So that's 12 yeah. out of, out of the top 14 here. Bill Hamid.
1: Yes. Even though I know they're bringing in Jesse Gonzalez already too, but okay. I, yeah. don't,
0: I don't, yeah, I don't know exactly what the goalkeeper situation will be. Juan Agadello. Bubble. bubble. It's a, bubble. It's a luxury knows. pick. It's a luxury pick. I don't think he's coming. Kyle Beckerman. Have we moved on from,
1: from Bex? I think he may bring him in for a leadership kind of thing. If you're okay. not going to bring in
0: Bradley, you bring in Beckerman. Okay. And, uh, Will Trap. Yeah. You already know okay. he's coming. So we got Will Trap. We, you've already said you think Cla- Sasha Cleishen's coming in. Dax McCarty is a yes. Uh, Will, uh, it's, uh, and Kyle Beckerman has a leadership and Will Trap. We're, we're getting full up in midfield here. Just, just keep that in mind. Okay. And J- okay. Jermaine Jones also, unless, unless you're playing him in the back line or something weird like that.
1: I think, like I said, uh, Jermaine Jones, I think he'll bring him in, but not, not positive. Okay. And he could and, play defense. And
0: Darlington Nagby, who may be a wing player for Klinsman, which I think is Four kind striker. of a waste. Uh, I don't think he plays him that high. I don't think he, if he's not going to play Jossie Zardis at Ford, he's not playing Darlington Nagby at Ford. Uh, okay. I mean, Michael Bradley, obviously, a central midfielder who probably comes in just because cl- that's a security blanket. Five
1: man. this is this is not going to be a 23 man roster by no, the way. This no, sure. going to be like a 30 man roster. It might be
0: a 30 man roster. So it does have some extra room. Romano, Nick Romano.
1: No, I don't think yeah. Nick ever comes in.
0: Uh Omar Gonzalez recently moved no, to Mexico. No, I don't think he
1: just moved. Uh, I don't think he brings him in.
0: Uh yeah, getting ready for the Clausura. Uh Perry Kitchen looks yes, like he's on definitely. the
1: move. You got to bring Perry Kitchen in. He's
0: he's between clubs. It looks like he's going to be between clubs. So I, I well, that that maybe you a, definitely got to bring him in then. I mean he's got to get fitness. Maybe, but if he's in the middle of a negotiation or something, maybe you pass on that because the club would prefer. Him I would out. also say that the
1: the 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 agent may want this player to be in the national team camp because it would help his negotiation, saying he's a national team caliber player.
0: Okay, perhaps. Uh, Brad Evans. Now we're getting pretty. No, deep. no. Sebastian no. Lejet We've already said that you want him yes. in. Uh, hopefully, he gives in. Chris Wondolowski. Let's let's hope not. And no, I love Chris no. Wondolowski, but let's move on. Mix Discarude. No, that's I think a play- he sent a message. But that's a, that's a player cleansman consistently calls, even though everybody he's else He's dropped him down the stretch a little bit. All right. Uh, Michael Parkhurst. I think the, the, no, yeah, that's the, that ship has sailed. Calen Acosta, who I almost named as my wild card, but I still think he's such a big fixture for the, the U23s that you probably don't call him in.
1: Yeah, I can see that one. That's a bubble one right there. That would be a luxury one to bring that one in. Don't no, get me wrong. This camp cupcake could be made for a player like that, but I think that. Klinsman has done a fairly poor job getting a lot of these guys in over the last year or so. There's a lot of guys ahead of them to use Klinsman's own thing. There's just other guys ahead of him.
0: All right, uh, next. And we're getting pretty deep here, but I'm going to do the next row. Uh, Graham Zusi seems to be... No. You know? Yeah. Jordan Morris. Yes. Not if he's on a trial with Werner Bremen. I think he's still there either way. Okay. Uh, Unless he signs with them. Brad Davis, I think we're both on no on that one. No. Uh, Charlie Davies.
1: No, even yeah. though I'd like to say yes, I'm gonna say. Oh, you know what? Hold on, we're not bringing out. Uh, Alt- I said no. Well, uh, you're not bringing Wondolowski. Yeah, I think you do bring Charlie Davies. Ooh, okay. I think he's earned it more than Juan Agudelo, to be honest with you. No, in no, terms no. of earning In, in terms of earning talent. it, that,
0: That's not the. That's never for me. That's not necessarily the issue here. It's it's a, It's about talent and what they can bring to the table for the team. Yeah, we we. I like to see guys earn a, a shot. Who earn a shot, get in the team, but. I'm not going to be sad if you miss a, a team because you quote unquote earned it. If you're not somebody that that can definitely help the national team, Harry Ship. Yes. Okay. Breck Shea. Yes, as a defender. Uh And Robbie and Rogers. Robbie Rogers will be the last one. I yes. Sure. Okay.
1: And we did not say one of my guys, Jorge Villafana, was not on that. That's one of the guys I said yeah, that he you, you bring know, in.
0: Uh, Jorge Villafana did not make the top 100. Oh, yeah, he did. He's number 94. So he's a, a little ways to down. To be fair,
1: ones. he came on strong at the end of the season. He That's did. November 29th. He, he did. He made, he
0: made a name, and he didn't really make his way up the charts. The rest of these guys, I'm just looking at the rest of these MLS guys. Just uh, Mike Grella, uh, Dylan Powers, no. Alan Gordon, Will Bruin, Luis Robles. You, I bet you Alan Gordon goes in. Ah oh, man, I hope not. I really um, hope dude, not. Look,
1: look how thin it is at striker, dude.
0: Ah oh, man. Yeah, but okay Yeah, Jordan I, I, Morris, Altador. Yeah, yeah. Who else? Uh well, Harry Ship, maybe? No, nah, he's not a forward. He's, it depends
1: how you get he play underneath,
0: you yeah, know. It depends play, how you yeah, want to play I, him. I guess you I guess you could. Uh so Debsey. Oh, okay. I I I guess you could put Nagby in there, but I don't really like that one, obviously. Uh let's see. I'm
1: gonna throw a name out there. And that's uh Jack Mack.
0: He... He doesn't play enough for me. I, I get it, yeah. He looked yes. good in the minutes he played yeah, down the stretch for Columbus. Though. I know, I know, I know.
1: He needs a move. He
0: needs to get someplace else. Yeah. you know, I He could, needs to go like D.C. I, I could see a guy like Will Bruin getting a call. Hopefully, oh, yuck. Curse I would, yourself. I would rather Will Bruin get a call than Alan Gordon get a call. What about Will Bruin or Jack Mack? Jack Mack, probably. But, but yeah, I guess Jack Mack. But di- very different players, those guys. Yeah, so, I mean, but I...
1: I I, think Jack Mac just, I hate to say it because he just moved and he's moved so many times, but listen, if Kyle Kamara goes, that's a great thing for Jack McInerney. Yeah. But if not, he needs to go someplace like DC. He needs to go someplace like Philly. Which he, well, that's odd to say. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I geez. mean, he needs to go someplace where he can be a contributor.
0: Yeah. Some, some, well, okay, we'll, we'll, see what happens there. All right, just a couple minutes left. Jared, are you? I would on? like to see, I would like to see Jack McInerney turn into what, uh,
1: what Chad Barrett was for Seattle the last two seasons.
0: Okay, all right. Chad Barrett t- ended up in San Jose, right?
1: Yeah, I, I mean that. I yeah, I mean he Are he you, needs to be on a talented team, and he's that first yeah, guy that's going to get a lot of minutes that off the bench, or even the, way, the guy's going to sub that, in when the that, guy's not healthy. That
0: Chad Barrett role, that's the James, that's the, the the Jordan Morris role. That's that's the the role Jordan Morris slips into. Chad Barrett played a lot of midfield the last the last couple of years. All right, whatever. Um, the other, uh, Mike McGee's still out there as a free agent. Are you surprised by
1: that? No, so many injuries, it's hard to even say All if right. he can play still.
0: Alright. Uh, last thing here. Are you watching, are you watching this show that people are going nuts for on, on Netflix called Making a Murderer? I have not. I just heard about it like two days ago. Okay. But you know what it's about, right? I don't. Is it a documentary? Yeah, it... yeah. It's documentary stuff. It's uh, it's episode. There's episodes. I mean, it's all dumped one at once. Is it
1: is it one story told out
0: through a bunch, or is it a bunch of different ones? It's one story. It's a story about one guy, but it's a couple of different. It's a you have okay. I, I'm gonna do a little bit of a spoiler. Um, you, you, what? Uh, wait, hold. Oh. Okay, I'm not look. I'm just gonna set. I'm gonna set the stage. Okay, so this guy in Wisconsin gets, gets arrested and sent to prison for 18 years for rape. Okay. They, they do, they come back, they do DNA, cause he, this happened in the eighties. They do, but they come back to do DNA. Turns out he didn't do it. He gets, okay. he gets released. Um, not that long after he gets released, this girl goes missing. The car, her car is found on his property and he goes to jail for murder. And it's all about, the process of the authorities putting him up for murder. It, it's 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 it's. It reminds me of serial a little bit. It, it's a little bit like that. It's a little bit like that. It's a whole thing about whether or not he did it, or whether or not he's being set up. It, it, it's it it's that's what it is. I, I'm like four or five episodes in, and I'll admit that I'm having trouble sticking with it a little bit. But I think it's worth at least diving into to see if you might be interested. It's just real heavy. Sure. Like, it, it's heavy stuff. And it's so a serial, but this is on, this is visual, and it's, I don't know. It's good though. Now I got Oak Island tonight, so oh I gotta watch that, God, but maybe after I'm that. I'm to throw my pin at your face. Oak Island. I got Oak Island, Not man. Ever, what do you to do? Ark of the Covenant could be down there for all I know. Nothing, there's nothing on Oak Island, dude. There's nothing on Oak Island. Except hopes and dreams terrible terrible programming you're watching all right that's going to do it for us unfortunately at least until maybe we schedule something later in the week but right now bonus show is probably going to get undone no no bonus i mean maybe tomorrow but you got to run i gotta run yeah uh we're gonna wrap this up thank you very much for listening anything else you want to say to the people before we go jared no, I think All that's right. it, man. All right. playing hot dogs and donuts with two fangirls in the locker room. That's me adjusting to my new keyboard. There we go. We'll talk to you guys next week. The best. Later. Only the
2: best win. I'm epic Oh, it's, oh,
3: it's, oh, it's Damn, dog, that's in Damn, dog, that's in I don't like this game. Your men are brutish and their play is ugly. Jay Rodius.